Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Would you rather have sex with Paula or give your dogs a flea dip? And Paula? I'm always afraid when I sit down to pee, there'll be a snake in the toilet. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 119. I was, yeah, I didn't know how it was going to come out. (laughs) Paula is sick this week. Shocker. What a shock. You got a cold. You know where I know where you got this cold. Where? You got this cold from those dirty people at that graduation that you had to attend last week for uh, your daughter's uh, kindergarten That's probably true. Ceremony. Or the goat play. The goat play. It could have been anything. uh, Yeah, really. I've been in contact with more young people you know, in the last two weeks than I have probably the entire year. Oh, you think it was the young people? I, I would attribute it to the filthy adults. Well, I didn't talk to anyone. It doesn't so. matter. You touched things that other adults were touching. Yeah, that's probably true. Filthy people. Who knows? God. I have been working out in the late mornings lately because there's no school. And I so I don't have to worry about picking somebody up in the middle of the day. And because of the heat the last few days, there's really nothing to do. So I've been doing that. So I yell at Malia. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm getting in the shower. Be out in like a few minutes. Okay. So I get in the shower. The sec I mean the moment I put my body in the shower, it sounds like a herd of elephants is running through my house. There is I can hear them running and stomping throughout the house, opening and shutting things loudly. Like, the second I am unavailable, they start running ramshod through the house like an animal. I don't get it. What are they doing? I don't know. But it's like, what? So when I'm not available, you guys just mistreat everything and you run around and act like elephants trampling through the house? I'd just be grateful they leave you alone. I'm barely naked getting in the shower (laughs) with Olivia walks in. And I'm like, (laughs) I know. So, you know, it just... Actually, the moment I decide to work out or do, like, serious house cleaning, like mopping floors or something that takes effort that I can't, like, stop what I'm doing to go deal with something, that's when the phone rings, that's when I get text messages, that's when the doorbell rings, that's when someone falls somewhere or a dog is freaking out somewhere. It's an endless pull away from my chore of whatever it is whether it's going to the bathroom or showering or mopping a floor it never ends and i get so mad it's the same thing though couldn't handle it yeah you know it seems like with me every time it's every time i sit down and i get comfortable then (laughs) suddenly it's like i need a drink can can you get me some ice and it's always something that's just out of reach that i am only i can get you're like, I am so resentful right now. And so, you know, I ask, well, does anyone need a drink? Anybody, you know, for anything from the kitchen, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll sit down and be like, kind of hungry. Well, actually, like, oh, yeah. You know what? That would make me furious. Well, we need to go to the grocery store. So, of course, you know, there's nothing like ready made, like a 
ego waffle or something they can help themselves to. And I've ordered sure. pizza twice this week. And it's mostly just because <laughs> I've been sick, sick as a dog. Yeah. And so I just want to lay on my couch and die. But I still right. have to take care of two kids in of the course. 150 degree heat. It's so effing hot. It's ridiculous. I actually, I'm a little rummy today because I had insomnia last night. So did I. I know. Okay, this is what's weird. I couldn't sleep. And so I went on I went on my little phone because Daryl's cutting Z's. I went on my phone and I was looking at Facebook and I saw that you were that you were up. That you're like, it's so hot, you can't sleep. And I was like, oh my God, me too. I almost thought about chatting with you. Right. But it was like... Two o'clock in the morning, maybe three a.m., and I'm like, no, because what if she like conked out? Like, what if she ultimately fell asleep? I would ha- hate to be the person that woke you back up and then you were unable to sleep again. Well, so I didn't I mean, do it when I have insomnia, and I'm still like super tired, and so I just I'm like laying there, but I'm just unable to sleep. I and did that too. so I got up and I did like some paperwork or something. I like paid a bunch <laughs> of bills or something stupid, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I it doesn't. But I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm like awake, awake. You know, like you know, up yeah. like like it's daytime. So. No, me neither. I, but I was laying there, and you know, the thing is, is I get really angry at Daryl because I'll be laying there looking at my phone, and I'm already pissed that I'm awake because I hate insomnia. And then he'll be like, hey, are, are you okay? Is everything all right? Are, is anything wrong? And I'm like, no. It's like, <laughs> obviously, I'm awake. Leave me alone. I, the other day, I literally told him, I'm like, would you just leave me alone for the love of God? And he's like, what did you say to me? <laughs> I like I had hit him on the head or something. Like, just leave me alone. Victor uttered the, the normal phrase, I, I just don't know what to make what to do to make you happy. I just... <laughs> like just leave me alone let me exist god it's so true it is so true so but the night before i did sleep but i haven't been sleeping well and we'll discuss why later i had a dream about a celebrity now every i mean every once in a while i'll dream about a celebrity but it's never a sex dream really i don't do that you know it's nothing like that but they're always just these odd encounters so this one was really odd i was in a super fancy swanky almost like a New York hotel bar. It was like really dark mahogany, really dark lights, really, you know, there's a piano, grand piano playing somewhere in the corner. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was really fancy. People wearing tuxedos and formal wear. And I'm standing at the bar and I'm standing at the bar with a, I, I remember holding a martini of some kind and this celebrity is talking to me about their career and I'm completely unimpressed. Like, I'm so unimpressed. It was Ben Affleck. (laughs) Okay? So he's telling me all of these things he's done. And I'm like, I know who you are. I'm aware of your career. You've done some things. Congratulations. You know, I mean, great for you. He's like, no. And then he started lying. He goes, no, I voiced a car in Cars. And I said, no, that was Paul Newman. I'm not a moron. Why are you lying to me? What is going right. on? This is so bizarre. He's like, no, I'm just trying to tell you. I go, well, you are going to be Batman, but that's, you know, that's hard to determine if that's going to go well, because most people are super judgy about people who play I Batman. I mean, when they announced it, like, two years ago, oh, I mean, God, people the, were in jokes, the jokes that came out were ridiculous. Yes. I mean, it just, you know, Daredevil was a stretch, but... Oh, I mean, God, it was a... It was a joke, but it was embarrassingly bad. But Batman, let's 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 be honest with ourselves. He has the chin, so it is possible, and he doesn't have to act per se because it's all costumey. 
you know, all he has to do is kind of like gravelly voice and kind of half whisper when he's Batman. So we'll we'll see how he does. I don't know. We'll see. I, I just think that the people who did, I mean, because George Clooney sucked as Batman, in my I opinion. I know, and he's a good actor. But the people who really did it well were Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer. And I don't know why they were such good Batmans, but I don't either, there was but just did, something... It was just the good balance of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Batman. I don't know what it is either because Michael Keaton isn't exactly someone you would want in your bed when you look at him. Not typically, no. I mean, you look at him and you go, you're not an ugly dude, but I mean, you were Beetlejuice and Mr. Mom. I mean, it's not exactly, you know, sinewy and sexy, smoldering anything, you know? Yeah. I find him charming. Yes. Although he's a little weird now. <laughs> he's oh, gotten he? a little odd. Is he like Sean Penn weird or what? Um, you know, he just he's you know, the the Birdman thing kind of boosted his ego and he started acting kind of like Matthew McConaughey meets Sean Penn, essentially. And he was he's just wasn't making oh. a lot of sense and everybody's like, What's wrong with him? Did somebody give him too many Xanax before the show? Yeah, I mean really. it was Hard really odd. A lot of crying and saying how his son was his best friend. And I don't know. He was just kind of a weird dude. But anyway, so in this dream, as soon as I woke up, I'm like, why the hell would I dream about Ben Affleck? And I was trying to think, did I read something? Was there something on television? Because he hasn't really been making any news since the Batman thing. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot. I mean, lately. And then a day later, the announcement that Ben and Jen Garner are divorcing. Huh. I don't know why this is such such a shock to people, to be honest with you. Were you shocked genuinely? No. In fact, when I, I read it, you ever get that feeling like um, like when your kid is about to get sick? Like you kind of get the feeling like, I think my kid's going to get sick. Like a sixth sense. Yeah. And so it was kind of like something in my mind was like telling me like, but Paula, you already knew this. Like, like mm-hmm. somehow I already knew that this was going to happen, but I don't, I couldn't remember how, or maybe I just, you know, perception, I don't really know, but I, maybe I read something a long time ago that there was problems, but I mean, you and I had talked about them when he kind of made his comeback with, um, what was the movie? Argo or Gone Girl? I don't really remember, but he got an Academy Award for directing or something. Yes, yes. And his speech talked about how they'd been married for 10 years and it was hard work for 10 years. And <laughs> yeah, you and, and I, you were, and like, I really? were both lamenting, like not exactly what you want to hear as a wife. And she was smiling like you idiot, <laughs> you know, such a moron. And I know they, they have three kids and yeah, the little one is three. It's a little that's... boy. And I don't know. I mean, it's just, that's, Three kids is, is a, a stress on a young family, and um, well, I mean, he's not that young, and neither is she. But no, they're I, in their forties. But I mean, I, I think they obviously have money. But I mean, they're not. I wouldn't say that they're like, you know, the heavy hitters or here's anything what in Hollywood. I think. First of all, the the rumors of his behavior run rampant. Well, they have, he have for a, a gambling while. problem. The gambling is an issue, I think. He was kicked out of a casino for trying to count cards not even a year ago in Vegas. Oh, I thought he got, um, someone said he got kicked out of a casino some, like, at, like, a weird card house in, like, Minneapolis or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I just know that he was, he was asked to leave after winning a substantial amount of money. Now, of course, I have my little underground celebrity gossip website that I go to. Right. 
And for the last couple of years, there's been a few blind items about him hooking up with J-Lo uh, once, hooking up with some other co-stars that he uh, w- was working with. And he also likes to frequent the strip clubs in New York. I mean, he's just, the problem is, is he's just not husband material. He never really was. Yeah. I mean, he's been through some great women and he just can't seem to get his shit together. He's kind of a mess. He definitely married up. I mean. Oh, he definitely got lucky when she felt pity for him and allowed him in her bed. Yeah, basically. Well, I think she, you know what? Maybe she's one of those people. Maybe she's a fixer. Maybe she saw him and went, you know what? All you need is a good woman, true love, you know, a stable home. And she is all of those things based on everything we can see. I don't see her being anything other than that. Well, and you know, the other thing is this isn't her first divorce. No. She was married once before to Scott Foley, who is ridiculously hot. He's good looking, but he's kind of a mess, too. So maybe she, because she's got the rap of being Miss Perfect, she likes things that are not. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, she had three kids with this one. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure he's a fine dad. I mean, he doesn't seem loserly or anything like that. I I just just don't think he's home. I don't think he's ever there. I think he's working constantly. And when he's on the road, he can't control himself. I think that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, if they're getting ready to film Batman or they're ending the filming of Batman, mm-hmm. I don't know really know what the status of that is. You know, know, maybe he's thinking, like, he's getting ready to, you know, the second coming of Ben Affleck. And so God. he wants to be single for it. Who knows? What's really funny, though, is that based on even how things went at, like, awards ceremonies and things like that, he doesn't have... It, the best reputation in Hollywood. No. Like, he's kind of an ass. He was pretty humbled at the Academy he Awards. Was, because, because he finally, he, they threw him a bone. Well, he had burned a lot of bridges and yeah. lost a lot of friends. And mm. even, you know, Matt Damon, he... He keeps his distance. I mean, he'll say they're friends, but I mean, that's that's like a stink that he can't, you know, seem to shake. <laughs> no, can't. He's like, I don't know what else I can do. He's I'm like, a single mom. I've had five daughters. What do you want? <laughs> what more can I do to erase this friendship jesus right it's so true everybody was a young boy once in boston what can i do (laughs) nothing just keeps following him around so ben and jen are divorcing i don't know what the whole shocker of shockers are i mean i saw it coming i know i'm kind of wondering like which which sleaze ben affleck's gonna appear (laughs) with first oh jeez, some whore i mean there's just so much i can't even look at entertainment media anymore between freaking Black China and I don't know who that is. Black Who's China? Black China? Black China is, is that a rapper? She she is okay. And is she anything else? She is Tyga. Remember the one that's dating Kendall Jenner? Yeah, Tyga and Black China were a couple, and they had a child together. Oh, oh. So, wow. anyways, I'm just saying, like, there's always yeah. something about you know her and the kardashians and freaking caitlin jenner now and yeah we were talking early before the show about caitlin jenner and how this woman needs to uh pick up another pair of shoes if she's going to be photographed every day she's in new york Mm -hmm. she wears the same black kitten heels with every outfit although i will say and i wouldn't even do this if i was famous she wore uh this black it was obviously a dvf dress the wrap dress oh okay with a um with a stone and like 
rhinestone-y, shiny flip-flops. Uh, oh. Now, listen. There's only so much you can do when you are born with what you're born with. Sure. And those are man feet in girl <laughs> shoes. Right. I mean, you can paint the toenails pink if you want. But it's hard not to notice that those are big old feet. Well, they are. And <laughs> they are large. Like I told you, too, is, you know, Bruce Jenner, pre-Caitlyn Jenner, you know, sure. he was a six foot, what, two male or something? Yes. And least. and I'm sure he wore a size, I think they said he wore a size 14 shoe. So Holy I mean, crap. Convert really? that, yeah, convert that into a woman. Oh, my and God. That's those that, are, that means he's wearing custom shoes. You have he to. Has to be. Have wow. to. And so, wow. well, or maybe it was size around. fourteen in women's. But even so, that's that would still, still make him a size eleven in a man's. I mean, that's still a big yeah. shoe. That's big. That's big. But like I was telling you, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner looks way better than Bruce Jenner ever looked. To complete. Well, it's all in the face. It's all the. It's the comfortable. It's being comfortable. Finally. I'm just struggling She's personally. Very comfortable. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling with a couple of things. The tightness of the face because the plastic surgery was trying to not only feminize the face, but it now it looks like madam that that puppet. Remember that puppet madam? Uh All right, is that way older for you? Like are we talking like the puppet on like uh Mr. Rogers neighborhood or uh, no, although that that would kind of that kind of looks the same. You know that that one mean puppet, yes. the female, okay, <laughs> like that. That had the plastic face, okay. Yeah, but it's that and the, you know the 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 beating that her body has taken pre transition as an athlete. I mean right. the legs, you know. I mean the legs have clearly been through the gamut with all of the training and the, you know, athletic sure harshness and they just look, well, I mean, I wish they didn't look like old man legs, but they kind of do, you know? And it's like, well, how do you fix that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do they call those? Like high energy nylons or I was thinking of I ones was thinking, that are reinforced. That's what I was thinking is like, you know, you might want to just wear hose hosiery. Maybe you can bring it back as but a see, trend I think or something. These are the things that, you know, maybe you learn as you go. But the other thing, Perhaps, too, is she is, looks great. Well, the, that's the other thing is, is, you know, she's 65. And so pretty good for 65, most 65 year old women aren't trying to have, you know, like jazzercise, <laughs> you know, legs. It's true. Or whatever. The only thing I had wished is, is that Bruce had been a little kinder to his body as it came to the sun and right. and wore some sunscreen because um, yeah. you can tell she's very tanned, but the skin is yes. kind of like rubbery. Lovely. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, when you when you log in outside of the well, things are starting to simmer down with the um, the gay marriage thing. That's that's kind of calming down. Right. And now we're getting back to anger with the, you know, Confederate flag. Yeah, and- I've seen now that there's a new, there was this app, I think, on Facebook where everyone was changing their face to the rainbow fl- yes. color. I didn't do it. I didn't either. Purely for vain reasons, because I just. I just don't need to add any kind of yellow or I red to my think face. those colors look good on me. I'm not a, I'm not a fall. It's, for n- sure. it's not that, you know, for lack of support. But now I see people, <laughs> there's people who are doing the same thing, but they're doing like American flags or something oh. as to like somehow, you know combat this decision that's you know <laughs> affecting the entire nation is does not affect them and i see 
Okay. That's the thing I don't get is I just I don't, even. I don't understand why people are so damn angry. In particular, I and, and I apologize, I don't mean to totally finger point because I'm sure there's middle of the road Republicans, mm-hmm. but Republicans in general, they are just so furious yes they are like toddlers and they are throwing (laughs) tantrums every single time something doesn't go their way i know it's so it's so strange too because i was thinking about this because you know someday it would be nice to interview people yeah because i don't know why and i don't know if it would be the same if i did it on a show or if i just was talking to someone in a room but people tend to tell me things they never intended to tell me and so i always wanted to ask someone like a ted cruz you know someone who's really super far right leaning who's very angry at everything and there's a laundry list of things that they don't like and don't approve of and they're constantly going to say i'm going to fight this every step of the way and it's like it's like 83 things now you know know. so i'm just curious it's like i'm starting to feel like i'm watching a show like it's not even real anymore 13 republican i mean come on 13 republicans running for president come on and that's not going to be the end of it and chris christie that bloated pumpkin is now (laughs) running you know what's he thinking no one likes him Uh, well i mean everybody else is running why not i mean just throw your hat in the rain it's just it's funny it's it's ridiculous and you know i have a lot of republican friends and i see them you know post their their fodder or whatever that you call it sure you know i give it its due diligence but for the most part i mean everything just seems to stem from this this hate and i don't understand yeah, anger what what why everyone is so angry and whether it's guns or it's gay marriage or it's you know a woman president or yeah it's never like well all right i guess we didn't win this fight whatever moving on i still have this or that it's not trendy it's not cool to be middle of the road and reasonable sometimes yeah, i mean what happened, i don't understand whatever it happened to being a good sport and just being like <laughs> well you know we'll get we'll get him next time if you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Okay, so Daryl and I are, we, you know, we don't, because he works in San Francisco and he travels so much and then I hold the fort down for the rest of the time when he's not here, we really don't have much of a life unless we're getting away, where mm-hmm. we literally are fleeing to get away for a few hours. That's that's how our life works. Right. Or we're doing something with children. So we've been trying really hard to do other stuff and just make ourselves do it because we're always so exhausted by the weekend. What are, what are you guys going to start ziplining or something? Or? No, no, no. We went to see a movie. Oh. We saw a movie on uh, Saturday. We went and saw Ted 2. How was and that? I, well, I loved it. Okay. <laughs> but I love super crude humor. Well, I didn't see Ted 1 because I I just didn't grasp the notion of like a foul-mouthed teddy bear. Yeah, well, they I explain mean, it all. Mark Wahlberg, I get, but, you know. Oh, he, God, he's just so adorable. You can put him in anything. You know, he, why you did know they what? make him Batman? In fact, the the day that we the eat we went to a really late show of Ted Two on Saturday night. It was like we went at like ten o'clock, and it was great because the theater was practically empty. And then as it got closer to the show starting, it started to fill in, but it was all adults. But there was one family there. It was a, a man and a woman, and they're like ten year old. It didn't even get past the credits because it was already so filthy. 
they literally got up and left. Well, what were they thinking? I don't know. They're like, what, because it's a bear? <laughs> that it must be okay? Because we watch I mean, Family Guy? Chucky was a kid's doll. Did you see that movie? <laughs> Your 10-year-old shouldn't be watching Family Guy anyway. No. So I don't know why you're here. But they left oh, before the credits even ended because the beginning was pretty filthy. Okay. Which was okay. I don't mind. Cr- I Well, I, I love crude humor. I mean, I love it. Right. For example, Mark Wahlberg is at a sperm bank, and he's going to donate sperm so Ted and his wife can have a baby, because right. he clearly doesn't have a penis, so they need sperm. So they're looking in the back, and he literally runs into a giant rack of sperm specimens, Yes, and it gets all over him. Oh, gross. On Mark Wahlberg, and Ted goes, oh my god, he goes, you've got sperm all over you, you look like a Kardashian. <laughs> But it's stuff like that. The entire show, the entire film is like that. There are all these really good one-liners. And I laughed a lot. I thought it was super funny. And Daryl did too, but I laughed way more than he did. Because I just find really inappropriate humor the best. You're like that weird guy I dated where he's just... (laughs) What? Okay. Wait a minute, what? (laughs) So remember quick draw well one time he invited me over to his house to watch a movie (laughs) oh my god i you know what i had blocked him out of my mind but now i remember he was a scientist right um basically yes okay go ahead so he rented a movie and he's like i hope you don't mind this movie i'm like no i heard it was funny or something he says i just like movies with a lot of swearing in them i'm like oh okay Okay. and i remember thinking god that's weird (laughs) what was it what was the movie i don't even remember but i mean it just yeah i basically just got drunk with my sorrows because i was just (laughs) like well he's my life for tonight so I had totally forgotten about that pathetic human. Oh, yeah. my God. I think I drank, so like, a whole bottle of wine by myself. <sighs> you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to plow through. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And I was texting or messaging someone else, and You're like, they're like, how's Help the date going? And I'm just like, oh, I'm drowning my sorrows. <laughs> Next but... to the guy who will be in and out in two minutes and sleeping. <laughs> Little did I know. Actually, did God. I know? I you did. Know. You're the one that told me that he was a quick. I think that quick. was the first time that I actually slept with him, though. And, and I think you, you gave him a pass because it was Because I thought, time. like, okay, you know, maybe got super excited or whatever. And then I really only slept with him, I think, one or two other times. Not many. But then when he started treating you like you were part of the furniture is when you're yeah. like, I'm out of here. Remember, I'm like, he was just like. This is pretty lame. Yeah, he was treating you like you probably treated his wife. Probably. And not any wife. I mean him, because I remember he had just been divorced. Right. And his wife was like blissfully, happily married again. She, yeah, she married her like best friend from like, you know, high school or something. Yeah, and, and he was miserable living in this hovel. I, I don't. Well, actually, the house. And had, oh, and his dogs. Remember his dogs? <laughs> the ones where instead of... <laughs> God, this is getting pretty graphic, but the next morning, instead of going for round two with me, he opted to get get up and give his dogs a flea tip. (laughs) (laughs) 
would you rather have sex with Paula or give your dogs a flea? Do you know what that did to me? I would have been ego. mad. When I remember asking you and Daryl and 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 I was trying to because it's a slippery slope there, you know, between brother-in-law and like being inappropriate. And yes. So yes. I was like, I'm really not trying to be inappropriate here, but I'm just trying to get a guy's perspective. You know, given the what option of mean? having sex or giving your dog a flea dip, which one would you choose? And he's like, What? <laughs> wrong with this guy i think that's when he said he says there's something wrong with that guy oh god you, you know what you dated some real winners well, during that time period can you do online dating at its finest oh dear well you know we had a little message from a new a newer listener yes today on i Facebook, did i saw that and she's like i need your advice on dating and i said you know what we will definitely revisit that topic i absolutely think we should we're super good at it and we should definitely talk about it again. Yeah. Like right now or? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I want to talk to you about my fish. My fish is dying. For real this time. Well, I don't. Okay. This fish has been dying for like two weeks. It's four years old, which is old for a beta. They can live up to seven or eight years, but they probably don't always live that long. I actually have taken really good care of it. He's in a really nice big tank. He's not a teeny little bowl or anything. He's got filter, you know, he's got a filtration system. We feed him great food. We don't overfeed him. He's got a live plant, you know, really took really well, well care of him. Mm -hmm. And now he just lays on his side Uh like Nemo at the bottom of the sea. He just lays there. And I'm like, what are you doing? And, And so every once in a while I go in, I go, oh God, I think it's dead. Now, I don't know what it is. I have put, I have been the person to sit in the vet's office and said goodbye to many of our furry friends in this home. I have said goodbye to many cats, dogs. I've done it all. You know, I feel like it. And, but when it comes to fish, I freak out a little bit. Well, because you just don't know. You never know with them. They're, they're like the, they're like that really old person who you think they've stopped breathing for good and then they take a big yeah really take a big gasp and scare the shit out of everybody in the room that's kind of like what this is with this fish can you do like a preemptive strike and give them like a sea burial or something well now you know that i've raised hippies as children that well yes i don't know what what happened with that but i said you know mackenzie she's like mom just let nature take its course i'm like what so like the disposal or (laughs) right yeah and she's like no I said, well, what? She goes, we should, we could freeze him. And I said, how is that natural? Because they slowly, they, they slowly freeze and they slowly fall asleep and die. Throw him in Folsom Lake. What's left of it? Of the lake, I mean, not the fish. (laughs) I suggested that we put it in the pond with the fish. Oh, why? So then everyone can watch it get mutilated and attacked to death. <laughs> and they're, and Daryl was like, honey, they'll eat it. And I said, no, they won't. Yes, He's they a male. Will. They'll leave him alone. And they'll see like, those they're... flowing fins and they'll look like little prime rib steaks floating around. I don't think they would eat him. It's I just don't think they would. But the problem is, is because he sinks down to the bottom, they probably would because they're bottom feeders. So they probably would start sucking on him. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. So I'm like, so now I just sit, sit there and look at him laying down. It looks like he's literally glued to the bottom. Like his little tail will float up at the back, but his head is like magnetized to the bottom of this tank. And I was like, I just don't know what to do anymore. And I'll move it. I'll move the whole tank around and I'll like, like push on it and see if he'll, he'll get up and he'll float around a little bit. And then he just lays right back down again. Daryl's like, his eyes are red. His eyes are red. And I'm like, well, what does that mean to me? And why do I have to be responsible for this? I don't want to kill it. I don't want to kill it. Put it I in just the little to... green net and flush it. 
and then leave the bowl on the counter for a few days. I, th <laughs> I think that it might be suffering. And that's the problem I'm having with it is that I think it might be suffering. So you I'm are like rationalizing with yourself so you can feel good about killing it. I don't like killing it. I don't. And the thing with fish is like when you try to dig it out to because you know you're going to suffer. I mean, well, I Googled fish murder and that happens. <laughs> so right. maybe they do. Do fish suffer? Probably. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he just has a cold. I don't know. People not in this weather. But I mean, it could be. I don't really know. I, I don't. I don't, know I don't know what the shelf life is. I mean, he he will probably he's obviously <sighs> passing. It sounds like I think he's elderly and he's just you know, I don't know. Maybe Paula. his fins I, don't work anymore. Maybe he needs like a little wheelchair. One works. One fin waves every once in a while, but then I wonder if it's just the current in the water. I don't really know. But I told Daryl's like, well, we'll just you know. He goes, you know what we'll do. He goes. We'll wait for the children to leave, and then I will deal with it. And I go, well, what are you going to do? Because I don't want to condone anything painful. I just want it to die. There's nothing you know? wrong with flushing it down the toilet. I'm always afraid they're going to come back up. Everyone's I've never afraid been a of big that. fan. I'm not a big fan of the flushing unless they're truly dead. Ooh, it, gives me, it freaks me out. It freaks me out. I can't do it. I'm always afraid when I sit down to pee, there'll be a snake in the toilet. But I mean, <gasps> that's just my life. God. Okay, so I don't know. Hopefully by next the next time we record there will be some kind of solution to this issue. What I would do is, you know, if if you guys are concerned or whatever, I would just I'm concerned. I would bury I would I would flush it because I mean Burial at sea. maybe it's it has all paralysis or something like that and that's why its well, head's on the ground. No, the fish is dying. Yeah. I just it's taking its sweet time and it's like could you just die? I mean, I feel bad saying it to him because I'm like, "Look, flutter. Let's move on with the program. Your day has come." It's okay to go. Really? You may leave. Why can't they be like dogs who just go and, you know, dig <laughs> a hole? up under the toilet They dig and a die. hole on the side of the house and just lay there and die. <laughs> I don't know. I have yet to have an animal just die on me. I always have to do it. And I and I resent it because... Then stop getting animals. No, no, no. That's not it. It's just that, you know, I hear about all these people going, Oh, Rusty died peacefully last night in his very, very special spot. You know, we buried him and it was really sad, but, you know, he lived a great life where it's like with me, it's like constant drama. It's like the cat's not walking. It's dragging its legs around wow, the house like crystallized and shitting everywhere. Urethra. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got to take it to the vet. And they're like, sorry, it's your cat's dying. Violent death. I know. God, and then you put true. it to, you know, then you have to put it down. And its eyes are bug out and they're wide open, staring off into space. It's oh, like, God. My cat on. was staring at me when he died. <laughs> they're like, you did this to me. I felt so bad. But I mean, well, and see, I've only had to put down one animal. Toby, yes. my cat, he's going to be 11 this year. Yeah. And so, well, and he's starting to lose, like, the fur on the back of his legs. He kind of looks like oh, a jackrabbit yeah. right now. Now, <clears throat> we had a we had adopted a cat. It was a little orange tabby, super mm -hmm. cute. Curtis. Yes, I Curtis remember. lived for a full year and three months. Yes. He was defective from birth. In fact, when we saw him, I asked for a full... Because we, we adopt all of our pets from the pound. Right. Or, well, cats specifically from the pound because there's just so many. And so um, I asked the people, I'm like, is this cat sick or anything? Because it was kind of blinking and it looked a little like really Asian eyed, you know, really like slits for eyes. And I said, mm -hmm. is there anything OK with this cat? And they said, no. They, they were like, no, said, actually, he's really good at math. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's very clean. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> and whenever he walks in the room, it's ding, 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 ding. He feng shuied his litter box. Everything is good. <laughs> so uh, I said, all right, well, come to find out the cat was not genetically just wasn't was not a pick of the litter he lost all of his pigment he started losing some teeth he Mm -hmm. then ultimately had um, an issue with his bladder and we had to put him down and it was really really sad so i didn't think that we would ever get another cat for at least for a while because we have two old cats that i figured you know when they die it'll it'll be time we've had them i feel like we've had them forever but uh, my son, who will be moving out, you know, probably at the end of the year, uh-huh. decided that he wanted a pet and he wanted to kitten it here so that when he took it, he, you know, the kitten wouldn't be alone. Right. You know, when the, in this new place. So he adopted from the pound a little orange tabby named Lucas. Yes. And Lucas is hysterical. <laughs> he is the best cat ever. He's he's so great. He's wild and rambunctious and he loves to be held and he purrs all the time and he's he squeaks when he talks and Aww. he's very vocal and he's super great. And then I look around at my other I'm like, you two bitches suck. Yeah. God, you're the worst. Yeah, girl Hate cats it. girl cats aren't great. I agree. I'm never getting another girl cat. Never. So you have Lucas now. Yes, for now. And you know, it's I'll be sad when he goes because, you know, Tyler will ultimately, you know, move and take him with Take him with him, and it'll be sad, and then I'll be like, I think I need a cat, but I I don't think I'll do it. I told Daryl, I said, you know how I always say every time we lose a fish that I never want another fish? He goes, yeah. And I go, well, I think I really mean it this time. When this one's done, I don't want any more fish. We have the dumb pond fish that won't die. They're way old. They're supposed to live for two years, and they're still around. So I'm just, you know, I take too good care of them. They live too long, and I just don't want to deal with it. Well, Don't those things it. are huge, too. They are. They're big, and they just just chase each other around and try to mate all the time, and I just hate them. <laughs> I hate them. Well, I mean, terrible. what harm are they causing? Nothing. They just make a lot of noise. Like, they woke us up out of a dead sleep the other night because they're How chasing the female. fish make noise? They flap around on the surface chasing the female, trying to get laid. It's ridiculous. They're so loud. It's like enough already don't make me come out there <laughs> god it makes me think of that uh news story where they found a shark on like the bottom of a water slide at like the atlantis in the bahamas like what like he had beached himself <gasps> on the slide holy crap I, well because they have like this this shark experience there too but it was supposed to be where there was never ever supposed to be able to have a shark get on the slide well one but, would think but a shark beached himself on there and so <gasps> that is terrifying that's like a bad movie you know what's terrifying is what's going on in the freaking carolinas i don't know why people keep going why to the are beach. they still why are they swimming there? I don't Why know. do they keep swimming? There's An old swim. man got bitten. This is the what, like the seventh attack in like the yes. last three weeks or something? An old man got bitten and had to be life flighted out of the beach. I'm of like, course he did. what is wrong with people? Do they not watch the news? Do they not read? Stop going to the beach in North Carolina. Every warning label always says for for the young and the elderly, don't <laughs> don't do it. You know, and they do it anyway. I I don't understand why that beach isn't closed. 
I don't understand why they're like, oh, well, this doesn't apply to me. I'm just going to get into my knees and then get promptly eaten by a shark. Why the parents don't have common sense. Like, well, I, I would be like, oh, yeah, I know we planned on going to the beach this year. But you know what? There's been seven shark attacks. And I kind of love you guys a little too much to let you <laughs> just go out there. You know, we'll figure something else out. Why well, don't want to get? We'll go to yeah. a lake. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, anything. It's God. It's crazy. And I just, I don't, people are just so dumb. They're so dumb. Well, I just dumb. wonder what's going on. I mean, obviously, scientists are baffled. They can't make, you know, two cents of it. But I mean, how many, how many more people have to get bitten before they have to change the, the saying that it's safer to swim in the ocean than it is to get on a plane or something. I mean, at some point they're going to have to say, well, you know, God. we used to say that it was that you had more of a likelihood to be killed in a plane crash than get bitten by a shark. But, you know, we're going to have to like back up on <laughs> but, that. Uh, this summer is kind of skewing those stats. So. <laughs> it's getting a little crazy. Oh, before we move on to the next thing, I wanted to ask you, did you did you read about the dude that accidentally recorded his entire colonoscopy? Okay, so I kind of heard about that and I've seen it pop up everywhere, but I just have not really been interested in reading it. But okay, this what, is, what is it? Okay. Uh, I know it's been there, done that, but I wanted to tell you because I was curious what you thought about it. Um, the This dude who, based on everything that I've been able to glean from everything that's been going on, was clearly an unattractive person fat person okay who had some health issues like he had a rash on his balls oh god he was probably just not the the, the model fitness of you know he probably wasn't a model health sure so he was having a colonoscopy okay he decided because you know they give you that twilight medicine and you don't really remember a whole lot right. afterwards mm -hmm. so he decided that he would record the conversation he had with the doctor about any instructions or anything they found so that he wouldn't forget because he was by himself and so he accidentally recorded the entire procedure. Which the entire procedure is literally probably, what, like seven minutes? I yes. mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even 15 I've minutes. I've had a colonoscopy. and Yeah, it wasn't very long. No. But from the time that they conked him out until they went through the process, they were talking so much crap about him. <laughs> God. Like, they were like, oh, what's that on his arm? Don't touch it. It's probably syphilis. <laughs> and then the other person said... Yeah, he said that he, he kind of gets, you know, he feels like he's going to pass out when he looks at somebody giving him an IV. And we're like, well, then don't look. They're like, God, I just wanted to punch him in the face the second I saw him. Oh, geez. So they're saying stuff like this, you know. The, the reason they got in big trouble, I mean, they were talking shit, which is it's rude. But the doctor said, just tell me he had hemorrhoids and put it in his chart, even though we didn't find any. Well, now they're falsifying medical records. Why would she do that? It was a man. Oh, him. Uh, the anesthesiologist is the one that was saying all the crappy stuff, but no one stopped her. And so she got sued for malpractice. He did, too. He got half a million dollars. Yeah. He got like 100000 He got 100000 for every falsification they made in his file because they were lies. And they admitted to it on the little tape uh, of this right, discussion. Right. And then he got... I think a hundred grand or something for all of the insults, and then like two hundred grand for all the pain and suffering or whatever. Sure. You get. Well, I mean, so that, getting, like, yeah, I mean that would be pretty humiliating to yeah find out that all these people were saying Talking terrible about things you. about you. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it because you know, and some people are like, hey, you know, that's what happens. But a lot of of the people in the medical community are like, that never happens. 
promise you. I have heard people talk shit about other parent, uh, other patients, and they get nailed to the wall immediately. You just don't do that. It's part of your ethics. Yeah, morally <laughs> ethical. But I also, yeah, yes. from what I understand from the medical community, is most people are just kind of viewed as patients, like right. not necessarily as individuals. Right. Well, they clearly <laughs> recognize this guy as an right. individual. And so because there could be... Like, there's the scenario that someone comes in with a gunshot wound and then someone comes in with, like, a knife wound or something like that. Right, and, right. you know, the cop is the one that's been shot and the guy with the knife wound was the one that shot him. Like, we, they can't treat the knife you wound can't guy have any, any less. Kind of, right. They can't give him any less of a, of care. I don't know why they would have such an opinion about this individual <laughs> unless he was extraordinarily difficult patient. I don't know if he was difficult or what, but all I know is he's, like... Well, he's rich now. But. He doesn't want anybody to know who he is. He's completely anonymous. He's not interested in interviews or anything. And the only thing I can think is, you know, maybe some of it, you know, it's because he was overweight or, you know, maybe he's hideous. I don't know. But he really doesn't want to have anybody. It's humiliating, I'm sure. And people of are going to look at him is. and go, oh, syphilis arm, you know, no matter what, even if it's not true. Well, he's probably just thinking as soon as people see him that they'll just assume like well yeah i want to punch you in the face too or something yeah stupid. exactly, you know, something exactly. Dumb. they were saying that you know it's in virginia where all this happened by the way oh, and uh, i know i mean and when i say virginia shocker i mean like you know lower west side virginia right. in fact they said he had west virginia syndrome yeah I don't even know what that means. Maybe people who live there understand it, but I certainly don't. Yeah. Anyway, the anesthesiologist was obviously fired from her job, and she moved to Florida. <laughs> oh, that's better. Because it's way better down there. Yeah. Tons She'll better. have no problems there. And she's also voting for Jeb Bush. So. Oh, God. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the Ugly Truth lip and clip. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link. And now back to the Ugly Truth. I've been burning bright for so long I can remember. Pretty girls and late night bars seem to be my line of work. All right, so moving on, uh, there is a big event that is going to occur in the minor home this fall. Daryl's daughter is getting married, and we talked about it at the beginning of the year, but we thought we were like a good year and a half away from the actual event, but she went to visit her fiancé mm -hmm. for two weeks, because he's in Virginia, actually. He's a Marine. Mm -hmm. She was there for two weeks. She came back, and she's like, we're not waiting any longer. He comes back in October on leave. We're getting married when he gets back here, no. and it's gonna. We're gonna do it quick, and we're done with it. No surprise. No, not at all. Well, I told Daryl, I told producer Deb that it was gonna go one of two ways. She was gonna come home and say it's over, or we're getting married. It was yeah. gonna be one of the two. It was. It was going either way. She either well, was gonna love it or hate it. When you found the person that you want to be with, you know, you just want to be with them, and and really, what is keeping them apart? You know, just this commitment of time. It's mm -hmm. you know, it seems silly to them, right? I'm sure. So so now everything is obviously on a very expedited pace. Mm -hmm. You know, things are moving very quickly. So Daryl is actually a lot like Steve Martin in Father of the Bride. <laughs> is he losing he's, his mind? He's not completely losing his mind, but he is being cranky 
in weird ways and it's just getting like it's endearing because this is our first person that we've raised that is leaving the coop and getting married right so things are going well you know we're booking things but it's like it's starting to get to a point where you know all of a sudden he looks at her and she's like daddy will you walk me to the bathroom i mean he's like <laughs> looking at her like a toddler again you know he's like looking at her like i can't believe i'm taking my daughter out for her 21st birthday what happened i don't understand I know. and he's like i'm tired he's tired all the time and he's do- he's stroking his hair a lot <laughs> you know how he you does know, the more he, he does nervous. that the more that's gonna fall out i know and you know he already has baseball hat hair you know, know. so and it's he's like got, it's getting a bit of gray too so it's getting grayer i'm sure by the time the wedding comes he'll be a silver <laughs> completely silver <laughs> you'll have to so. get some just for men Right? He's going to have to do something. I'm sure our hairdresser will (laughs) fix it. Right. So anyway, it's just been really interesting because I'm actually at peace with it. Yeah. But this is his firstborn child and it's been quite an adjustment. And I mean, he's handling it well. He's like, no, I think I'm doing all right with it. I'm like, really? You think you're doing all right with it? He's like, well, I'm doing my best. So anyway, so we're now we're planning a wedding. Yeah, that's fun. I know that she wants olivia to be the flower girl yes so i think i hopefully that all goes according to plan and she will be a part of it i think it'll be cute yeah no i'm I'm sure it'll be fine so she'll be uh, uh, we i can explain to her what the role entails and well there'll be the rehearsal and all of that so she'll get all the practice she needs so i just don't want her to be nervous because you know she doesn't know anything about steve or his side of the family well first of all it's a very small wedding okay but, like, she was talking, and she's like, oh, you know, we're going to do the, the daddy-daughter dance. He's like, oh, honey. He's like, oh, my God. Oh God. We have to do it? It's like, oh, no. What song it's are they all... going to pick, do you know? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it'll be a cute little wedding. I really do. She's going to get everything she really wants, so I think it'll be fine. Well, that's good. Good. Yeah. Well, in three months is, you know, about as much time as you need to plan a wedding, so... <sighs> I guess. God, I can't believe I'm doing it. And now it's like I have to starve myself for pictures. God. You know, there's all that. I'm so. just going to hide behind someone. Lots of spanks. Uh, and what will be hard is, is that you said, you know, there's no honeymoon because he doesn't get a lot of leave time and they'll be nope. going straight back to Virginia. So yeah. she's moving clear across the country. She is. So I mean, not only just will like she that. be getting married, she'll be way over there. So our friends that listen... <sighs> over there take care of our little one we're sending her your way well what's what's exciting actually is that this gives us lots of reasons to go and visit that is true so we'll get to finally maybe visit with some people that live there that that listen or you know yeah no i'm excited about that great yeah i didn't even think about that that'd be yeah it'll give us good reasons to go i mean i would never go for any other reason because i don't know anything about virginia but you know hey well, Washington, D.C. is a cool place to visit. It's very touristy. I would love to go see D.C. I've never been. So yeah, I think that would be very fun. So. Yeah, so more to come. I'm sure there will be little updates and details to come. So let's go ahead and start our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so this week, you know, it's been really hot, and yes. um, 
in the evening time, it hasn't really cooled off. I mean, there's no. been like a little bit of a breeze, but not too much. And so mm-hmm. I try and wait to go check the mail because I have to walk across the parking lot and go to like where all the mailboxes are and unlock and everything. So last night it was like 930 and I'm okay. like, well, I'm going to go check the mail. So I open the front door and I step outside and in front of me on the awning, there's a spider list that starts spiraling down, you know. Oh, my God. And oh my so God. I was like, oh, I was watching it. And then it, when it landed, it started running straight towards the house. So I stepped on it. And <laughs> so I'm already that. starting to feel a little heebie-jeebie, oh, you know, because oh like, God. so I'm like making my way through our pathway to the mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally, God. I'm totally creeped out by now. Like oh, I'm convinced there's like snakes all over the place or something like that. I think <sighs> I stepped on a stick and it made a sound. I was like, ah! <laughs> you know, and I just, oh my God. So I get my mail. I get back to the house and I'm like, oh, thank God. So I go to open the door and push it open, but I forgot that I had locked it. Okay. And so I always tell the kids don't open the door for anybody. And so mm-hmm. I I turned the knob, pushed it, and then and I'm like, oh, crap. And so I went to go get my keys and a freaking bug flew and landed on my shoulder. <laughs> So I started screaming. Oh, my God. And I was like picking at, you know, like at my slapping yourself, my cotton, trying to fling it off my body. And so I come inside and Ryan is standing on top of the couch and Olivia is hiding behind the love seats (laughs) because they are terrified. Like, what's happening out there? Because all they heard from their end was someone trying to open the door. And and then they heard me screaming. And then they heard the door unlock and me come inside. You're like, (laughs) it was. And Ray's like, how are you okay? (laughs) So I'm like, yes, I'm sorry, son. I'm like, it was a bug landed on my shoulder. (laughs) So at some point he's going to be like, mom, well, and I don't know if you do this, but whenever I scream because of a bug, I don't realize how loud it is. <laughs> and so I I didn't think I screamed that. I thought I was just like, a, ah, you know, just kind of like a nothing. But it was like kind of, I'm being raped. Apparently so. I guess right. we're rather loud screamers when it comes to bugs. Oh, well, because it's just so organically created. Like... When it happens, it's like a it's a pure fear. It's like a primal scream. It's so scary. I felt so bad for them. (laughs) But you know what? We also have a problem with volume control. Well, that is true. We all do. And so things which is going to lead me into my ugly and awkward moment of the week. Uh, We scared small children. That's really good. Now we went to see Ted too. Yes. And as I said, I find crass and crude toilet. You know, humor really, really funny. Okay. I don't know why that is. <laughs> I don't know. Especially what? at your age. I mean, it's not like... Just because I'm older doesn't mean that I don't have the sense of humor of an Adam Sandler. Butts and know. farts aren't supposed to be that funny to you. But... Farts are always funny. <laughs> There's never a time when farts aren't funny, Paula. Try spending... Well, you did spend a weekend with mine, but... They didn't do any of that. <sighs> God, it's been nonstop recently. Both of them. And I'm like, what are you eating? Okay, so I found this new podcast that I really like. And um, you would actually, some of the shows, you would actually, they are so into farts and toilet humor and stuff. You would 
find it hilarious. It's Maybe. his husband and wife team. It's called uh, Your Mom's House or something. And I can't remember the name of the comedians, but I'll, I'll send you a link and you'll okay. have to listen to some of it. But there's a guy on YouTube where all he does is film himself farting and that eating things. That is so gross. I know it is. You've watched it, haven't you? <laughs> no. No. But this couple is obsessed with this guy because they're like, how, how do you do this? Like, what, what drives a human to eat, film themselves eating things that are clearly disgusting, and then w- filming yourself farting? Like, what, what possesses a human to do that for, like, for people, you know? And they're really good farts, too. God. And so there's that. And then there's another one they found of a woman who eats a lot of food, and there's a guy who... <laughs> I can't even tell it to you. I'm he gonna sur- throw up. He puts his face in her butt cheeks. <laughs> and then he saran wraps himself. So he's stuck <laughs> to her butt. And then she walks around doing housework and farts. <laughs> and then when she farts, she's like, oh, you like that, don't you? And he's all... Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> We have been using YouTube all wrong. That's all I have to say. <laughs> How do you find these people? I, I don't mean, know. I thought you know the what? lady in like God. the green Spanx doing the weird Martian dance was <laughs> bizarre. Listen, you're always three clicks away from something scary. Good oh, and night. in Ted 2, they're like, in Ted 2, they said, come on, if you Google something, you're two clicks away from black cocks. Everyone does it. <laughs> and it's true. They stole that from us. Actually, well, we didn't say anything about black cocks, but... Just cocks in general, I know. Or just two clicks, anything. Two clicks, cock. Anyway, so there's all of these one-liners that are going on. Now, the one I told you about um, where he was in the sperm bank and he gets knocked over, all the specimens get knocked over onto him, he's covered in what looks obviously isn't, but looks like sperm. This nurse comes in. Oh, my God, what happened? And he's he's like, oh, he I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, that's OK. Those are the rejected specimens. Uh, they all tested for sickle cell, sickle cell uh, oh, anemia, right? That's a bad joke. Well, hold on. And so then that's when Ted goes, oh, so it's, it's just rejected black guy sperm. You look like a Kardashian. <laughs> oh, okay. OK. So I laughed really really loud (laughs) like too loud you were the uh i was an inappropriate were you wearing your special panties like you know be the cackling laugher or whatever that commercial is (laughs) all i know is that he said it i went (laughs) (laughs) like really really loud and there were other people and i turned to Daryl. i was like oh my god that was really that was over the top and he goes well, it was quite loud. I said, I'm so sorry. I go, were others laughing too? And he goes, well, not like that. Not and I was loud. like, oh, God. It was so loud. That is so funny. I do that People were laughing at me. Time. No. People well, were laughing at me. That was funny. And There was like 12 people in the theater. And so it was like, you know, they all went home and said, oh, God, there was a lady cackling over every bad joke in the movie. It was so funny. Was that funny, was funnier though. than the movie. So, so you don't laugh with the masses, you know? I, I never, mean? I never do. There was a part in like the little kids' uh, um, musical that I went to that was kind of funny, but the I was the play? Old, yeah, but it was okay. like it was unintentionally funny. It wasn't like you know, <laughs> it like written is. in funny. 
And so I started laughing and I, but like other people kind of giggled, but they were uneasy because they're like, I don't really want to laugh at that kid because I don't know where his mom is or something. But I started laughing. I wasn't laughing at him. Kids are I mean, a great source of What he was that, doing though. was funny. Yes. That's really funny. Well, that, that was my awkward moment because people started laughing at me because I was laughing a little too loudly at really bad jokes, but they were so funny to me. I'm like... Aren't you guys watching the same movie I am? <laughs> like, yeah, really? Have I just been cooped up too long? Which might be the case. Well, actually. Should be. I don't that know. I, that that sounded pretty funny to me. Like, I would think that'd be funny. I don't know. It was I, really I appreciate well written humor. So, I know you don't like her, Amanda Siegfried, but um, they're oh, just. Oh no, like, I, I like her. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, she's really she's really funny in it. Yeah, too. and she, <laughs> I forgot what part it was. They're just like. Um, Oh, what did she say? F. Scott Fitzgerald. And he's just like, why? What did Scott Fitzgerald do to you? And she's <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that part you guys funny. are idiots. <laughs> yeah. She's like, F. That's his first name. What? Why would they name him F? <laughs> Fuck Scott Fitzgerald. What a terrible thing to say. They're like, no, what does it stand for? Francis. Well, that can't be right. <laughs> I mean, it was stuff like that through the whole movie. It's really, well, I, like I said, I like stupid stuff like that. I thought it was really funny. There's a lot of cameos that are really great. And of course, Mark Wahlberg is. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, he makes that's... he's dreamy. In fact, that that next day, Rockstar was on. Oh, that's such a good movie. Oh, God, I love that movie so bad. But Paula. you know what, though? I can't tell who I love worse, Jennifer Aniston or Mark Wahlberg in that She's movie. She's so beautiful. Her I hair. Know. Her hair. I want her hair in that movie so like, bad. I love them both so hard. Me too. Movie. I'm like, I just want to be her for just like five minutes in that movie so I can just, just... love on him for just a minute. Uh, oh, you know whole, who else? Yeah, the whole by the way, thing. I just okay. So this show that I really like called Ink Master is on again. Is the new a, season started. Is it a tattoo thing? It is. Okay. The judge who's not a tattoo artist, he's like the host is Dave Navarro. Oh, really? He is so effing sexy. I can't stand it. And now this season he's wearing glasses cuz he's getting old. And no they're great. Kidding. The one that, that was so married cute. to Carmen Electra for a while? Yes. Oh my god. And okay, and here's the thing. I make it uh I, I will never be with a person who's smaller than me. Like never. But he is probably tiny. Oh, if is you just, he? Well look at him. I mean he might be five seven, but he's like tiny. He looks like he could live in like the eighteen hundreds. He's oh, really maybe. small. Yeah, okay. But he's so sexy and I'm like, oh, you know he is what? Good if looking. I, if I was ever widowed and I had a pass, <laughs> okay. Dave Navarro, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, no you doubt. and every other whore tattooed <laughs> woman or whatever. I don't have tattoos though. I think that I that would be my that would be my ploy. Is I'm not tattooed. You're a you're fresh canvas. Yes. Very fresh. Oh, how funny. Dave Navarro. Yes. No, he, oh, he was really attractive. I used He's to work very... my first job, actually. When I was 15, I worked with this guy. I think he was like, I don't know. He could have been 20. Mm -hmm. And um, he kind of looked like him, but he was very, like, bohemian kind of looking. Did he have a man bun? Did he no. wear any leather cuffs? God, no, he didn't. But he Beans. wore, like, those French hats or whatever those things are called. Like, Berets uh, but and he, scarves. But he wore it backwards. But he didn't <laughs> wear any – but he didn't wear scarves. And mm. he always had to wear long sleeves because he had tattoos on his forearms. Oh, okay, in a sleeve. Yeah, and so I just thought he was, like, the sexiest thing ever. His name was Mateo. 
I'll never forget, never forget that. Mateo, the beret-wearing man. Yep. And he had, like, a live-in girlfriend, and I just thought he was, like, so grown up and, like, so awesome. <laughs> well, you were a child. I was young. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. You know, every once in a while, there's just something about a man where I just go, I not in my life, like, in my personal life, I don't know anybody like that, but when I see them, like, celebrities or rock stars or whatever, there's just always one thing that triggers it, and I go, God damn it. Yeah. And like I said before, you know, we're always under the assumption they're going to meet us and just drop everything. Yeah. Look, why wouldn't they want to be with us? That doesn't make I mean, any sense. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't understand. Of course you want me. Of course. Because I, so I want So what that you. I've had, you know, two plus kids, I mean, <laughs> and I don't exercise. What's the big deal? It's like, what do you mean? Yeah, I need surgery. So. Right. What do you, what does it matter? I'm a woman. I think that's probably been half our successes in getting the men that we've had you know no one notable unfortunately but you know it's mostly confidence it it doesn't really have much else to it (sighs) that's the key and you know what and that is probably why i would never do online dating i or tinder or whatever those things are where you're leaving it up to the other person to decide that never bodes well for anybody, personally. I mean, even if they're really good looking, you meet them in person. I have met people where they photograph really well. Like, I've se- maybe I've seen them in pictures or something. And then I meet them I'm like, God, uh, no thanks. I mean, yeah. more than once that's happened to me. Yeah, it's. I think it's better to be organic in that department and just kind of... Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, it's hard because when that's what most people are doing these days, you know... I've never been one to go with the flow. Never. Well, it's gonna. It's it's hard finding single people when most of them are sitting inside their houses. You know. I know it's flipping true. Nobody, left and right on pictures. That's how I know I'm old. Is that if if I ever had to think about being single again in this day and age, all of that sounds so repellent to me. I think I'd just stay single. I have no problem being single as long as I can get laid occasionally. I'm good. Oh, that's kind of... I have to have sex. I can't be, like, celibate. That oh. That's not acceptable. No. I'm a sexual person. I need sex. But I don't necessarily crave marriage, again, if right. something were to happen, God forbid, to Daryl. Right. I get what just, you're saying. Just talking. We're just talking. <laughs> no reason to change any wills or anything right now. No, no, no. Nothing of that nature. Nothing like that. Keep your so. beneficiaries as they are. Yes. Don't make any appointments. Don't call anybody. <laughs> We're just talking here. But yes, it is true. And I, I do think about that. And I think, you know, I would not be really good at that. I would have to have people introduce me to people. I'd have to pick up a hobby or something, which I would resent. But it would have yeah. to. I would have to do something. But you're right. It is true. It is hard to find a decent human. Well, I will bestow uh the win upon myself this week yes. only because i had my five-year-old hiding behind the couch i think that's good i agree <laughs> brian was standing on the couch what was he going to do did he have a pan in his hand uh, i don't think he really had a plan and i felt He's just like he was he alert a, he had a really furrowed brow and his teeth were showing <laughs> so like he was like <laughs> you know kind of panic stricken he's like i don't know what's gonna happen but i'm prepared but i'm I'm standing up on the couch (laughs) you just well you know he was just preparing for whatever bug you were gonna bring in perhaps who knows i mean honestly and i feel bad for them i mean talk about taking a semi you know which for some people would be like no big deal i have to take it to like you know defcon 4 
Well, that's what we do. There's no in between with us. No, there isn't. None. So, so I'm the winner this week. Yay! Okay, yes. 100 points to you. So next week, we'll be back, and uh, my little one will be going from uh, the ripe age of five to age six. I know. So um, we're going to try and have like a small birthday party for her. We're, we're downscaling it, and so I'll tell you all about it next week. Do tell, yes. Oh, and next week, I will also discuss with you our travel plans. We are heading to Comic-Con. Yeah, when that is that? Well, we leave on the 10th, and we'll be back on Sunday the 12th. But next week, we'll talk about some of the details, um, something exciting. Nick from the MasterChef show. Yeah. Well, we got in touch with him. Oh, yeah? And he is excited about meeting with us. Really? Yes. And so I did actually buy a portable digital recorder for interviewing people at Comic-Con. Hopefully, you never know who you're going to run into. So that's why I bought it. And so if he will oblige, I might be able to get an interview out of him. Well, that would be awesome. I guess if anything, I want to know, is Gordon Ramsay really as angry as he is on the show as he is in real life? Yes. That would be the I, one thing I'd want to know. I'm I'm excited. We're um, hopefully going to visit his restaurant, but it's Nick from MasterChef. Yes. He's the one that he wears the hat. He wears the hats and he is delight, very friendly, and I cannot wait to meet him in person. Daryl has worked with him in the past with, along with his girlfriend, so uh, they're excited to see us when we head down there. So, so if we'll Com- talk all about that next so week. So if Comic-Con's a... Uh, a success this year then would you reconsider going again well i mean yes but we'll see we will see i this I, is a bucket list item this is a bucket list event for me personally so we'll i mean i i'm i have no expectations because i don't know what it's all about i mean i do but there's just it's so overwhelming there's so much going on and we'll talk about it next week yeah all the things that i i'm going to attempt to see and the other things that I know I will not get a chance in hell in seeing. And then, you know, of course, Daryl's trying to throw in a romantic dinner or something. I don't oh, know. for heaven's sakes. I know. And I'm like, do well, we really have to do that? You got to break up the nerds somehow. I mean, <laughs> my gosh, he's not like you. I know. It's true. He's got a he's he's, you know, grasping at straws here. He's like, how can I how can I cobble together even a romantic interlude of any kind without? Are you, you know, guys really? flying or driving? Oh, God, we're flying. Oh, okay. So it's oh, not yeah. even like he can, you know, smuggle alcohol in his no. little bag or anything. No, but we have a good hotel in parameter to all the activities. So, you know, cool. it'll be, I have a feeling it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be really whirlwind trippy. Like, I don't think there's going to be a lot of time to breathe. It's like we're going to uh. blow in and blow out of there. But um, I, I'm looking forward to meeting Nick, and I'm looking forward to hopefully interviewing some interesting folks for our show, yeah. so you can hear all the interviews, obviously. But don't interview just, like, any regular dork. I mean, we can find that here, <laughs> so. No, my, my hope is to interview people who are pseudo-known. Someone so. interesting, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. Well, we'll talk more about it we'll next week. We'll talk more week. about it next week. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Hope you have a fabulous week, and um, let freedom ring. Bye. Bye.
That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.